two. Okay. Hopefully, I think we started. I was gonna refresh this before I can see. Hey guys, it's Tati. Welcome back to Wolfie's podcast. Thank you guys for being here. I know we're like 40 minutes late. Um, I really don't really be sticking with the times. Y'all see me when y'all see me. Um, Kamikaze will be joining us as soon as possible. Not sure where he's at right now. I hit him up. Don't know where he's kind of am I at the moment, but I'm hoping he's okay. We'll see him hopefully in the middle or like at the end. You'll see him at some point in the, in the stream. But we're getting into some a couple different topics today. I really wanted to see what the hype is around this girl named Ice Spice, a new artist on on the street. I don't know, like just on the block, just in the in in the black Twitter space. Her chorus has been everywhere in everybody's head. You thought I was fooling you? That nigga, yo, I've been seeing memes, um, artistic like drawings, like I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of things related to the actual song, and I kind of just wanted to check out this freestyle. Recently, she's also been co-signed by Drake, so like that's a thing. I don't know if it's because she's like she has a lot of hype around her name right now, and is that why he's on the bandwagon? I'm not too sure, but I do want to see if she really does have talent. So we're gonna check out the the rap radar uh, freestyle that she did. Let me just show you a picture. Okay, so. Yeah, he says that munch and you're on the radar freestyle hard as fuck. I'm pl- I'm gonna play him on the radio show, so I'm assuming he's talking about OVO Sound Radio. I think that's how it's, what it's called the title. Um, just just being on that kind of platform and just being on the radar of Drake coming up already is just like another like big step. So we're just gonna get into the freestyle itself and see what it's all about. Mm, let me get you to hear it for lunch. Yeah, I really only have the chorus in my head. I don't, I don't, I've never heard the whole song. So uh, at some point, I'm going to check it out and see what it, it really is about. But for now, let's hear the freestyle and see what she's, if she really has the talent to back it up and to back up this whole, this whole like hype behind her name right now. Freestyles, yo, the BX is in the building, Ice Spice is in the building, I'ma step out, she gonna step in and kill this, should I? Let's go. Radio freestyles, yo, the BX is in the building, Ice Spice is in the building, I'ma step out, she gon' step in and kill this, should I? Let's go. That part, I mean, I haven't heard the whole song yet, but I've heard the chorus. I feel like to change. I'm different, I don't feel the same. I'm a smoochie like you cannot change me. Turn the topic like you cannot blame me. Going up, so I feel like they hate me. Oh, she gangsta, but she cannot face me. Hit a chatter, but I'm never switching. It don't matter, I know my shit different. And that. 
And that I know that I'm good Understand that I'm misunderstood And the plan to get brought out hood I be feeling a thump on a bitch And I know that she bumping my shit And the comments they eating my dick Remember they didn't believe in a bitch Damn Yo She, she kinda hard though Ain't gonna hold you with this Act like you don't but I know that she love it And he feeling he know my name buzzing From the Bronx so I got it from nothing I'm what they want so I got it It's coming I'm in the front of the race that we running You a stranger I feel like shit changed I'm different I don't feel the same I'm a smoochie like you cannot change me Turn the topic like you cannot blame me Going up so I feel like they hate me Oh she gangsta but she cannot face me Hit a chat about I'm never switching It don't matter no more shit different Damn you was my heart you a stranger How you turn up in the angle like you wanna fuck with that bitch from Decatur Like I don't want you with a bitch I'm a hater And I put it all past me We'll fuck your bro but I don't let him gas me so like a girl on drill i don't know how many girls are have done a drill beat and this is like her second like you know she she likes to be on drill beat she's a she could be a drill artist but just like I don't know. I think it wasn't. It wasn't bad. The freestyle was pretty chill. Like I enjoyed it. I liked the beat they chose. Um, I do have to check out the actual song itself in full. I just can't listen to it with you guys on here. But if you guys haven't checked it out by now, it's been all over Black Twitter, been all over Twitter in general. Just like trending topic itself, herself. Um, supposedly that wasn't like her. Obviously, it's not her first song that she has out. Let me see. I saw an interview recently with her, but I don't know exactly which one it was. Um, 5.1 million views on, on Worldstar. Uh, damn, unfortunate. A lot of freestyles she's been in. She's been doing a lot of freestyles. Nope, this is a, a live performance. Never mind. But I definitely saw an interview recently, but I honestly don't know her. I don't want to see her talk about her music like how she got here type shit because it's like to me it's fast to her it's probably like it took a lot of years to get here to this this very point in life this is three months ago and it feels like i guess she was blowing up since three months ago this song just blew up randomly because i swear this is only last week that the song's everywhere but let me know what you guys think of the song itself if you guys like, I mean, I think Drake always be coming on to the newest, hottest artist. So, of course, he's going to say something cool about her. Um, but on the other hand, it's just like she's been, she's riding the beat pretty Yes, sir, pretty smooth, on so. the radar radio. Yo, special guest in the building. Y'all been asking for her to come on the show in my comment sections. I've seen it. Ice, Ice Spice, Spice is in the, the building. building. What's, What's up? up? Hey. Welcome, Welcome to the show, first, first and foremost. Thank you. I'm so, so excited, excited to have you here. Mm -hmm. this, this is your, your first, first interview. interview. Right? Your second. Who did your first? No, no jumper. jumper. No, no jumper. jumper. Oh. I did one with Black Dave. Shout, shout out Black Dave, man. <laughs> yeah, shout out him. When did what you do that? Uh, when I did, when I shot the video for Euphoric. Oh, dope. Okay, so this is pretty recently. Mm -hmm. Shout out to No Jumper family. So your second interview, I'm excited, excited to have you. Yo, they really, like, I put out, like, the Shani and Kenzo freestyle. I think you might be the most requested person in those comment sections to come up next. So it was funny. When we first finally got started talking about doing this, I was like, yes. Because I see... I see, I see the, the vision, vision for all of y'all. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been saying this for, like, probably the past, like, month or two now. I'm like... Who's all y'all? got to take over this whole drill shit, especially... Yeah, so... That's crazy. So, 
How many girls are on drill? This, How many drill artists are girls? It's kind of come on pretty quickly. Oh, I haven't heard for, of that many for you since you dropped girls like on drill. Lover, and is it long? Is there longevity in it? Really fast. Yeah, girls but I've been like manifesting just everything that that's happening now. Okay. So like I've been expecting it. Like it is happening pretty fast. Shout out to the manifestors. So for me, it's the ones believing in God sticking with the vision. So how did you first get started with making music? How did this all begin? I wanted to talk about manifestation today. So so the first song I ever recorded was "Bully" last March, and I put that out. But I started basically with my producer. We met, and like I just loved his beats. So it was just pretty easy for me to start. Of that, like the beats was just too fire. I was like, all right. So you started rapping last year. Mm -hmm. Wow. And to see you come this far in a year is like, it's crazy. Yeah. Who were who were like who you listened to as a kid? Like who were kind of like your biggest inspirations? As a kid, yeah. Nikki. Or growing up and like Nikki, that. of course. Nikki is like okay. by far um, top tier. Like the obvious ones, like as a kid. How does it feel as someone who makes like drill music? How does it feel for you now, to to see people like Nikki and Cardi? One showing love to like the, that community and also now finally embracing it. That's what I was thinking. Right when I said the girls on a girls on drill, yeah. I was thinking about Cardi's I mean, like, song with Cake Lock like, or um, wait, what was, was it Cake Lock? <laughs> like how's it feel? How's it because like now we're starting to see like obviously more mainstream artists like those two come and do drill music. Cake Lock, my fault. Sorry to, to drill artists like obviously uh, the day we're filming I don't this, know I think, what I'm talking um, about, but yeah. Kenzo and, and, and Young I haven't Devin heard that song, but just her being on the drill beat. So I think like I, I was is what I was trying to say was like, what's your how do you feel now seeing like these superstars, both women from New York, showing love to this community now that it's finally getting like that spotlight that yeah, it deserves? It feels good. It feels like we on the come up. It feels like uh the Bronx, like especially the girls are getting the attention like we deserve. So yeah, it feels good. Shout out the girls. Okay. The ladies have really just kind of Upped it with like the wordplay and like the lyricism too. For sure, I think. That's what we're. That's y'all's. Okay, I was gonna say different cities, different vibe. Because we could just talk about different things. City girls is different vibe. So that makes more. When it comes to lyricism, it's different. So I feel like the guys could just do whatever, but the girls have to look good. You is that you saying that the guys are wearing the Nike tux? Yeah. Like they have a uniform. The basic. They do. You know. That's actually mad funny you say that. Nike there was fit. Like a short period, right around bubble like coat. Like September to December, right? Montclair coat. Whatever. We had a bunch of New York artists up, and they all were coming through wearing the Nike text, right? So at some point, people started commenting, yo, this is the uniform for On the Radar. And Fact. I was getting kind of tight. I was like, y'all, stop wearing the Nike text up here. I don't want the Nike tech look to just be my only association with this platform, please. I mean, they still can. I'm, I don't actually mm -hmm. care, but I just thought it was funny because I'm like, I agree. Like everybody, they just wear the Nike tech. Nike techs look good though. They do. I, I like a Nike and a Nike tech. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you said you like a guy in yeah. Nike tech, but they gotta pull off some more. Yeah, like, you gotta like step out in some type of fashion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like especially, especially when you start, start making some money as an artist, artist too. too. That's a fact. So, so name of love. love. The huge, huge record. record. It was, it was a record, record that put me on you. I'm sure it was a record that put a lot of other people. I didn't know about this girl until this um, Munch song. When did you I did not know about this woman until this Munch song. I'm happy that she changing, got a career before the song though. Um, and she been had songs. I put I don't... it on SoundCloud. Okay. On Valentine's Day, mm. and I, it was just like for my main fans, like the people that have been with me since day one. And then like I just saw it started picking up traction and stuff like that. So um, I was just like, fuck it. Like then I just did the video. I just put it out. But yeah, on SoundCloud, I was getting love first. 
Right, because right, I peeped. Um, um, when did it start getting traction on IG? Um, probably after I did the video. After you did the video. Because yeah. I saw, I think it was like Swayze started posting it, and then obviously yeah. everybody started sending it to me too. They were like, yo, you gotta see this shit. And I thought that, and first of all, it's so catchy. Right? right? Like, 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 like um, my homie work here, Jay, she loves that song too. Like, that shit, like, I, I was playing it before because we were just listening to some of your records, and immediately she, like, as soon as it came on, she started singing it. And I think that's what's so dope about it too. Thank you. Yep. And then for the people who produced that? A riot. A riot. Yeah, he makes all my beats. All your beats. That's it. Yeah. Why just the one on one? Um, I, I feel, feel like it's just best, best to lock in, you know, like with a producer and mm-hmm. like build your own sound. Because, um, I mean, no shade, but everybody getting these off YouTube. Facts, so, true. Like, you know, it kind of feels unoriginal, like, whatever. You know, where can I find the instrumental? Like, where can I find it? And you can't. Yeah, you gotta buy. <laughs> you gotta go through the. You do not get this beat. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for you. It's only for Ice. That's it. Right. So, literally, nobody can find your instrumentals online if they wanted to. No, you just gotta listen to my song. Damn. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. I think something that uh, I, one of the things that I saw after the song came out that I thought was so cool was um, was Tusi brought you out. Mm-hmm. How 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 do you form a relationship with Tusi? Like how does that? How does that um, he found me on Instagram after I dropped uh, No Clarity. Okay. okay. But um, yeah, he just DM'd me. He was like, "Yo, your music's fire. Like next, shit like that. You're showing mad love." Everybody's showing love, huh? You really brought me out for my first show. Everybody has shown love. I like that because we need some love for the for the female artists out here. Truthfully, Tusi. I feel like, and you know, I think she's gonna get. He has buzz because kind of catchy music to listen to. Genuineness that he has. It's so nice. like, and I don't think I've ever, I've met too many artists in person that he's helped like that. So like hearing this story about him and how he like brought you out and kind mm-hmm. of just like showed you and put you on that type of platform too, is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I love that for I'm I love so that grateful. for you. I Thank love you. That. What would a, what do you think a man? If, I know Tusi's done a drill record already. Tusi did the Fabio Foreign joint, but like a record, what do you think a record with you and Tusi would sound like? We'd probably be on some love shit because you know he's like. He, he, he be making, making like, like emotional, emotional music, music stuff, stuff like that. that. So we we'll probably, probably make some love shit. I feel like that's, that's gonna that's gonna happen down the line. That's already like that's already like destined and written. Yeah. And then also, of course, we can't talk about people bringing you out without Dusty too. Right. Shout out Don Dusty. How do you first meet Dusty? How does that happen? I just going on, you know, more deeper into who she is. I wanted to get into some old. Just a recap of like the whole Kanye and Adidas feud, and just you know a little bit of a little bit of content that we talked about earlier this week, um, the Forever Story, Jid's Forever Story, and yeah. So we're gonna talk to like we're gonna listen to like Ebro in the morning. I don't know if you know him from like I think it's Hot ninety seven. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys watch like Apple Music, like the podcast version. We're gonna hear some words from them real quick. Cause last week was crazy. It was a lot of stuff happening. Like back to back, the weekend was crazy. I think it just deserves like an overall recap. I'm gonna start. No, 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 on the show. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Let's do that. No, we're gonna come in and call read. people's names out yeah. and, and read, read what reckless ish they had to say. To encourage them to be more reckless and disrespectful. That's all. For sure. Yo, they don't know. They don't. In like a hundred acres. 
that, that J.I.D. J-I-D um, I spoke to J.I.D. down in uh, Albany, Georgia. Georgia. Matter of fact, I was invited out to a piece of land, like 100 acres, that J.I.D. Um, and his family owned. And, and uh, met the family, family mom, dad, dad brother, sister, 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 all there, aunts, aunts, all that. that. Really yeah, yeah, thank, thank you very, very much. much. And, and uh, actually, um, let's, let's jump to a clip real quick, too, about J.I.D. Uh, was telling me about how music changed his life. Well, I, I always want to be a rapper, rapper or something like this. This wasn't my dream. That's crazy. This is just like, I'm really fired this. Yeah. Gifted, he it eats the beats like he he rips every record like his his verses are just so technical for him not to yeah. you know like it's a gift i don't know it's just and so now the music is at the forefront and for a lot of us mm-hmm. this hip-hop thing saved our life 100 you know what i'm saying it gave us representation it gave us careers talk about the importance of, and the responsibility you have as an mc from the south i try to do my mm-hmm. diligence, like, like when checking, checking off those, those little hip hop purist boxes, when I'm making a song, whatever. Right. I always want to show love back to like where it came from, the origin. That's, that's why we like sampling certain songs. That's, that's why we like trying to pay that homage back. And um, even like try to rap with some of the older, you know. A lot of rappers become like. I know Father Time and Mother, but it's still. What would you call Not role models. I wouldn't want to say role model, but just like symbols of something. Like symbols of the places they come from. Like just can get out. It was great. I mean, it was real though. You know me, I'm a family guy. So, you know, aunts and uncles, that's my zone. You know what I mean? To really like see where and to see how just family influences someone to become who they want to be. And you know what I mean? I think it's always just very. Um, especially, especially in this, this capacity, capacity where, where um, the, the family, family loves, loves what he's, he's doing. doing. He's, he's making great music that, that hip-hop loves. And, and he's not, uh, and at least I don't feel like he's uh, forcing this idea of family, family on us or through yeah. the album or through his artistry. No, it's great and organic. organic. Like, yeah. I think it's on Crack Sandwich. Is that the one where he was talking about? Yes, yes. Crack Sandwich was crazy. Crack Sandwich, fighting with your family on that level is just like a real a real relatable thing. But like him just saying it the way he said it is just, that whole song is crazy. Crack influence within the family? Well, the church obviously is, is in there. But also, um, I think his dad was either a DJ or was in media or some sort, because they was talking about his dad doing some hosting or being on the radio or something. And I didn't really, you know, I didn't want to turn the interview into, yo, let's talk to, you know, only dad. I wanted to kind of keep it talking about his album, but nah, you could definitely, the family's just amazing. Uh, Let's talk Khaled, God Did Album. Yes. Um, Number one. A lot of controversy behind Jay-Z's verse. capitalism and all that so we're gonna get into one of those youtube videos that i kind of want to dissect and go through as well later on in this stream but yeah let's just see what they gotta say about the verse and everything i I got there's a couple of things and they laughing because they know every time a calendar album about to come out the rollout's too much we just want to hear the music listen loki spent the whole weekend in the street celebrating his birthday where you bump in this calendar album all right so let's get to it um out of the last three or four projects, I do think this is one of his best bodies of work. Okay. Hmm. As a totality as of a project. whole, you know, just whole complete project. Um, I guess. The sample I mean, us, you know, the Lotto joint, Bills Pays, Crazy. The Lotto uh, joint with the Savage, City Girls was, was actually time, pretty fly. You know, I could see it in a couple of shows. Uh, like, I could see you playing, you playing on rap shit. Like, um, that song was really good. And then we get to the actual, actual record, so. you know, God did. 
There's some good you know, some good hits on the album. I ain't Ross gonna hold you. And Wayne and what they would I replay did a lot of them? No. For a but. four minute Jay Z verse. You know, I talked to Guru. I talked to Lenny S before the verse dropped, and they were just like, he's just getting incredibly better. Fifty-two years old. I think it was like number one like on the Billboard. Is. It just Four hit number one like a while ago. Um, just I saw some kind of life, like flyer post uh, about it. He's with done DJ for some of his artists detailing what he's done in the drug game, detailing what he's done in his business game, detailing yeah. what he's done in the rap game. Four mm-hmm. minutes, and it was incredible. And we've been debating this verse for the last four or five days. Debating, right. Everybody you know, talking, talking giving their content. two cents about this dang this verse from Jay-Z like all say, week. I say it's a top 10. I feel similarly <sighs> to Loki. Uh, you know, a top 10 like you verse, said, though? I didn't I mean, go into this expecting too much, but it's, it's actually a, a top 10 feature. Yeah. Uh, I'm still probably not going to be playing it back over and over. I'd rather mm-hmm. listen Facts. to the Jid album. Yes. Right. But it was solid. And of course, Hove Deliver. This is, I love this. Um, you guys are from the Lil Wayne is the best rapper alive generation? No, no. That was I'm, not your generation? I'm from the generation that Hov is the okay. best rapper alive. You from the Lil Wayne's the best uh, rapper no, right. alive generation? I guess I'm somewhere in the middle generation. Okay. But there was a, we, yes. we yes. don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was, was an era. Yeah, yeah. There was an era. Yeah. And during said era, obviously me being, being of age, age uh-huh. I was saying to myself, well, isn't Nas and Jay-Z still alive? Right. And I know that Wayne was pushing the narrative of him at the time of the tapes and the drops and the I'm the, I'm the best, best rapper, rapper alive. So maybe, so maybe it was just, just early troll. But now, now we're here. here. Okay, okay. Lil, Lil Wayne and Jay-Z, Jay-Z again on a record together. together. Right. Farther into, into their careers. careers. Right. With, With another, another great, Ross, Ross. we'd all agree is great. Nobody's, nobody's talking, talking about their verse. verse. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's talking about Ross or Lil Wayne's verse on that song. Everybody skipped to Jay-Z and just want to talk about Jay-Z's verse. Granted, we were there for him. Yeah. And it's a four-minute verse so i mean it just stands out more i get what people want to just talk about him plus we haven't heard from from, from, we haven't heard from him for a while so i understand that too um and ross and little Wayne, they do what they do it's just regular shit so i don't know i guess i can understand why people are only talking about jay-z's verse and we review rap okay rap life obviously you know who has the best verse on that song okay right Right. so i'm gonna give it to Mm -hmm. hove I mean, one. it's the longest I'm one. Give it to Wayne as number two. He called himself the Apex. You know, he said he was. I, I give it to Ross for number two. Lil Wayne's verse, I, okay. I don't remember it. Too much. The face tags, all that. He's the Facts. Apex. So yep. I, I give that to him. Ross is always going to be someone that's lyrical, that paints you a story, that has fun, that makes you feel like you're rich, this and the third. But what these two did before him, Ross, I mean, Wayne and Hove just really just laid that out. I just want to say, yeah. I think the moment you were talking about Lil Wayne being the best rapper alive, there was a moment. There was a couple where years. Wayne, Wayne was, was just un, yeah, unfuckable. There's, no, I mean, Jay Z for talking about legacy and forever ever, but there was a few years. Lil Wayne was unfuckable for when he was building like Young Money and he had Drake and and Nicki like under his arms. Wayne, Wayne's ability to be the best rapper. Do you feel like it wore off? Well, I feel like he, you know, just like all great talent, sometimes they peak. Right. That's all. You know what I'm saying? And and I mean, look, we could even say Eminem was. I mean, he, I, would you guys say that he peaked? Still yeah. Eminem. I mean, he still has his no, resume. Well, yeah, he still has all his accolades. But if he put, he just put out. He's been putting out verses. We're not talking about the same way we. I didn't really like his verse too much verse. on the Khaled. Like, I, mean, I, I don't hear from Eminem a lot either. Like, but we're talking about his best verse. I don't really have to. I'm good without it. That's four minutes. He dropped the whole EP in a verse. That could, he could have broke that up to an album. <laughs> he dropped a whole EP. 
You know what I'm saying? No, I get it, but it's like you're 52 years old. Exactly. You're still talking as if you're exactly. 26. You're still competing. Exactly. Against two of some of the best. And you're still bodying them. And you're still sounding sharp. Exactly. I'm dead. <laughs> All right. All right, Kelly. Right. Yo. <laughs> when you see new rappers, Ebro's personality just—it seems so fun. Hot. Like he seems like a cool guy. I'm the same. Like I'll be like, "Yo, it's happened to me." I haven't said this out loud before. This last Cole album and this new Kendrick album had me rethinking my top tens all time. Wow. Right? It had me like, like rappers. Wait a now there's got to be some adjustments. To how well, I mean, we, as, how as, I look as, back at as time goes on, yeah, there's got to be some yeah, adjustments. Yes, 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 and so yes. you make those adjustments based on quality of work, mm -hmm. consistency, mm -hmm. musicality. Mm -hmm. now, obviously, in hip hop, we talk about business acumen yes. and the things you were able to do. Going back to the Little Wayne time, a lot of influence, a lot of great music, right? But I was in there we're like, gonna get into some Kanye. Beef a little bit with Adidas. Uh, I have no idea what's Kanye updated with that, to be real with you. We talked about it quickly last week. Um, but I, yeah, I haven't been keeping up with what's happening anymore. Like, I have no idea. I think he ended the feud with Adidas, but then I don't know what he's doing with Gap and, Pop, Yeezy beefing with and Sierra Cannon. I have no idea. To do business with. Look, I saw a lot of quotes from Kanye saying that Adidas copied uh, one of uh, Styles for a sneaker, yes. that they went ahead and did Yeezy Day without his that approval, is, yeah. that they hired someone else to run the brand without his approval. He listed a whole bunch of things and said all done without his approval, which makes me wonder, where's your paperwork? Where are your lawyers? Do you have a contract? If they really did copy all this stuff without your approval and they're supposed to get approval, can't you sue them? Why are you complaining to us? Are we supposed to do something? You're old enough to have your business together. It just sounds a little bit whiny to me. Why should this be our problem? Low? Could care less. You don't care that Could care the less. shoe was copied or the business Could care was less. Or it's just everything. I don't, it's, not, it's not touching Kanye. me. I just literally do not care anymore. To Nadeska's point about the paperwork, um, you would think that there would be some sort of agreement between them that would prevent Adidas from yeah. just stealing doing his what they're ideas, doing. Right. Um, and if there isn't, it's still unethical in some regard. Like when you look at no, it to yeah, be yeah. like, really, y'all just gonna. Yeah. Build and then you know what I mean. So that looks whack. Yeah. If that's really what's taking. If that's the case, yes. There is a piece of my brain though that says there is paperwork. They've been asking Kanye to do certain things. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been responsive or amicable or someone that has been willing because to sit down and talk and communicate. Like, I know, Stop. in a civil so way. So there's a piece of my brain based on what we see from Kanye and I've heard in the past that makes me think that. And there's also mm -hmm. a piece of me that feels like Kanye does this to, like you said, turn to the public and impose his will. Yeah, he's not as powerful yeah. as one of these big corporations. Mm. Uses influence Maybe in a way something in the business to like dealings that he wanted to change. Sway they certain consumers a different, so he's using his a different way. To influence the relationship. Understood. Which to us looks huh. whack but in real life the last podcast i was saying he didn't have enough money to or like enough power to to just call the shots internally but if he can use it externally he can use his influence in a way of like persuading the consumers and his fans to buy or not buy from adidas based on his viewpoints of the company that's an, also another superpower in and of itself so never mind he has We're talking about business you know, and billions some of weight. dollars his words. I have previously worked with a person mm. who um, signed contracts and paperwork 
and then just on an emotional whim decided they didn't like what they signed and would do the same thing, just make it up, <laughs> right? Completely just make it up, lies, just big, huge, elaborate Only lies. Only on the Rap Life Review. Right? This clip's gonna move around. I'm just saying. This clip's gonna make. It's bad business, I think. Yes. Just be emotional. Figure it out behind the scenes. Oh, we didn't talk. Have you talked about him trying to hang Eddie out to just get murdered by the barbs? This happened. Okay, they go into something with Eddie and the barbs, and I have zero clue what they're talking about. So we're gonna move on. Um, but yeah, the whole situation with Gap and Adidas, I think that. Obviously, Kanye's in the right. They stole his ideas. They are making mock-ups and fakes of his own, like, designs. I don't know. It's just, it's very icky. It's very, like, not professional in a way. Like, that's your, you kind of co-sign this artist. This artist is co-signing your brand as well. Why would you do that? Kind of tarnishing his, his own brand, his own brand being easy. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know why he's going back to work with them again. They supposedly he was going to leave on Tuesday. Now he's going to be chilling with them again. I guess hopefully they work things out. All I know is there's some new NMDs I really want that came out or coming out in September from Pharrell. So I'm really, I need to like get my eyes on that, on those kind of shoes for right now, just because like I'm intrigued by the pattern. Um, what else did I, guys, I wanted to show you guys? Um, I wanted to talk about a little bit of the R&B situation. I, we talked about an, an older podcast. Diddy saying that um, R&B is dead, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm probably and, and and a little bit of the Megan situation because Megan has been everywhere. So yeah, let's get into Diddy and it's just his story and Did, just like Diddy him saying uh, R&B is dead out. just to like for publicity. Well, that's you know, a different discussion. R&B is dead, right? This better not suck. And I'm telling you right now, that first single was really not moving like that. It's not moving, but it doesn't suck. So no, no, all no, this R&B is dead. Bryson Tiller did Yeah, no, Bryson Tiller just put out a song titled Outside. I don't know if you guys checked it out yet or if you guys have any opinions on it. Let me know what you guys thought of the song itself. I thought it was, uh, I, I had to listen to it because I, I haven't heard Bryson in a while. I listened to it beforehand and I'm not going to be reacting to it, but it's, it's an okay song. Like it's an okay song. I, I wasn't expecting this kind of version of Bryson. Um, if you listen to the song, you understand what I'm saying. It's kind of commercially to me. It it gives me what um what his verse on Diddy's song, which is what gotta 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 move on. His 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 chorus on there was way better than the, than the actual song outside to me. But let me know what you guys thought. Is fire, man. All I'm saying, all this R&B is dead. You said it's dead. I'm just saying. You said it's dead. All right, then you be the savior, partner. Right. Yo, it's time for the Rap Life Review. I'm Ebro. That's Eddie. That's Low Key, man. We come together every week and we bring you this conversation around everything happening in hip-hop culture around rap, man. Uh, I want to jump to the albums that just dropped. Big fan. Uh, shout to the Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, Richmond, all that Bay Area. Uh, uh, big, big up Larry, Larry June, June, man. Out of the bay, man. Fire out I'm out there. Go check that. that. That's, That's what the vibes you need. His music's on point. Slick talk on point. Imagery on point. All of that. Larry June. And also the homie Tank. Phenomenal song. I haven't heard Tink in so many years. I need to listen to her. I might do a reaction to her music just because it's been a minute. Obviously, I mean, he's got skin in the game. He's got an R&B album. So he jumps up on the internet talking about R&B is dead. Yeah. 
R&B is fucking dead as of right now. The R&B that I, that, that 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 I made my babies too. That I mean, R&B gotta be judged to a certain thing. It's a feeling, no doggy. Uh, we, we talked, talked about, about this back episode six, was it? I think they're going to go uh, into how R&B has, like, blended in with other genres. We have alternative R&B, alternative hip-hop. It's just, like, it's a mixture. Sometimes you have melodies, um, rappers singing on their songs, um, on their rap songs. There's a, there's a real good artist that I have Changing to... The I think his years. name's Highway. He's really good. He sounds like Future, kind of. I, I have to play a clip for well, you real quick, view. but... R&B different. I've heard some people say Scissors album kind of might have did it, and then you get your Summer Walkers, and you get your Ari Linux out now. But people view R&B differently now than they did six or seven years ago. When what was happening six or seven happened? years ago? Like what moment in time was that? First of all, I hate headlines like that. Any R&B is dead during the pandemic. New York is dead forever. Any definitive headlines doesn't matter what, but specifically in music. It's, it's just, just people, people trying, trying to get you to, to click on it and to have, have a conversation. conversation. So, so in that, that way, way it works, right? Because we're, we're still talking about the six or seven years later. later. I'm trying to find this one. Right? 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 <laughs> right? right? a little bit of like a, an ebb in it, right? Like the industry moves in waves and cycles. Maybe at that point, rap was a little bit more popping. But you're right. The artist that you listed right now, the artists are still coming up. People like her that you haven't even mentioned. Like this new Steve Lacey album. Like it's just been a fresh wave. Listen, Listen Nadesco always, always with a valid, valid point. point. I, would I would like, like to, to contribute, contribute to the to, to the, the discussion. discussion. The the R and B is dead narrative. 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 Thank, Thank you, love. I think it comes from rappers singing more. Right. And it being harder for a straight ahead R and B. I'm gonna give you guys an example because I really enjoy his work. To the audience because Dang. so much melody and song well, is being delivered from. Not that many views on this one, but I'm gonna give you a little snippet. Not too long. Let me let me see if I can play this for y'all. Cause you might enjoy it, and uh, I might I might put you on. Okay, I'm gonna give you like five seconds of a song. And I just can't call it. I get up at all. That's how this shit comes. I just wanna die it all. Ain't no one with this right. I didn't wanna just hide. It's only for tonight. Okay, that's what I meant by him sounding a little bit like future, but just like him saying rappers sing on beats. It's true now, like Rod Wave, you got Drake, you got people that are melodic rappers or just like to sing on their beats. And rappers. it's been more popular now. So what I've taken so. from just that kind of like mixing, and the mixing the genre is one. It sounds like rap is getting softer. Um, some okay. artists are making that, and then the lineage of rappers doing that is LL, Ja Rule, yeah, Nelly. Well, yes. LL still rap, just had a lot of arms. LL Cool J, never really heard him. Just saw his face a lot. Drake. Oh, so then Lil Dirt. Okay, so Lil Dirt, Lil Baby, kind of, yeah. Rod Wave. What's Rod Wave? Rod Wave, yeah. It's blurry because he's singing, he's rapping, he can actually kind of carry a tune. But if we're going back to the actual statement that Diddy made, A, Diddy's promoting something. Second, 
Diddy's always promoting something. He's a hustler. I seen a, a, a video. I don't know if it was on Twitter or what, but it was like, he's a hustler. I'm a hustler. I hustle hard. Hustle harder. It was just like, this always hustling. And there's a huge difference between melodic rap and actual R&B albums, because these mm. R&B albums are cutting through. I don't need to reiterate what just happened in that clip, because we Aaron just Ray's our R&B album, rocking with these top tier, recommended. So for Diddy to come out and be like R&B is dead is you're not deceiving us, Diddy. We know what you're on, and also you're wrong because it's stronger than it's been in a while. So it's just a lazy wrong. It's just provocative. But is it not provocative? Is it irresponsible for him? No, that's, that's an irresponsible thing for him He's to promoting, say. He's promoting, bro. It's not irresponsible it's, because no, no, it would no, be irresponsible if if he somehow what he said would affect the, the trajectory of R&B artists. What Diddy has to say about R&B is not going to slow down the Steve Lacey album that's chart topping right now. It's not going to slow down. And some people like would argue um, Steve Lacey's not R&B. It's like alternative. It's a it's a weird genre to be put in, but it's like a great area. You can like do or Summer Walker different things there. Kaylani or Jasmine Sullivan or her, as Nadeska said in the clip. People throw out headlines for clickbait, so we would discuss. It's marketing. Diddy putting out a rap R&B album. Better not suck. Well, that's a different. I hope the album doesn't suck. I don't know who he's gonna who's gonna he's gonna have on the album. I assume he's gonna produce it, obviously. Really not moving like that. It's not moving, but it doesn't suck. Chris Brown. So Diddy is fire, man. All I'm saying, R&B is dead. You said it's dead. I'm just saying. You said it's dead. All right, then you be the savior. That Bryson Tiller and Diddy is fire. Gotta gotta move on. Was was a really good song and a really good video directed by Tiana Taylor, but. Yeah, no, I think we watched in one of our my older streams that like he's gonna have an album full of different kind of R and B. It's kind of like a DJ Khaled. He's gonna produce it basically, and he's gonna have artists on it. He wanted a Summer Walker on it. I'm hoping he gets Summer Walker on it because I kind of want to see what they can make together. Um, Your partner, right? Yeah. Since, since hey, so hey, yo, Diddy, they probably put you If that yo, Diddy was good, baby. Hold on, if that album on Motown ain't what it is. We put you six feet deep in regards to R&B. Yo, wow. Disrespecting all these beautiful artists. Speaking of Diddy, what this did do, though, as lazy and, and whatever y'all want to call it, it prompted a convo between Diddy and Jermaine Dupri, which now it appears that we have an official Diddy, Jermaine Dupri versus. Now, side note. Triller apparently owes Swiss B and Timberland some money. And Diddy is like, yo, we ain't with Triller until they pay this money. So let's just focus on this potential opportunity for us to have great content, which would be the battle. So I was like, Lo, we can't have this conversation because Lo's a playlist guy. He's the versus guy. You know what I'm saying? We can't have this. I'm not here, but what I do know is Quando Rondo Caught by the police. Right. Right. They, they came and arrested ASAP. Remember the whole thing at the airport, whatever, whatever. And everybody's like, like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" And they raided his house. Then they raided his house. Yeah. I'm jumping around different topics at this present moment now because I'm like comfortable. But Megan Thee Stallion recently had an interview with Apple Music, and I kind of want to hear what she has to say about her album because I have no idea if it's full of throwaways or if it's not. I think we, I listened to that one song with Future and Megan, and I don't know why, but I remember listening to it. Um, I might have listened to it on stream, but I can't remember. But I liked it. I think it wasn't that bad. Um, so I kind of just want to see what she has to say about it and just the name, the title of the damn 
like everything that was going on with her in life for her entitled album centered around it is kind of crazy but hey man the energy you bring around you let's hopefully not reenact the situation again because she been she's been in everything recently like she hulk i saw a video on twitter i gotta i kind of have to show you guys it was like her talking to hillary clinton about being a woman and I'm, I'm wondering how the two can compare each other so so like relatable like the way they were looking at it, you gotta i gotta show it to you thank y'all for doing something so random and something so out of the <laughs> blue because i know y'all probably like what she want us to do <laughs> i'm sorry y'all i probably won't talk to nobody else We've never done this this before. But look, I know you and Ebro go way back. You and I have had a couple of great conversations. So it's nice to sit down together, but he was confused. He was hitting me all weekend trying to figure out why we were having the family chat. Well, cause I thought it was like a girl's thing. Cause your albums, let's be clear. Yeah. Dudes are the passengers. Right. In the back seat. In the back seat. We just happy to be there and happy to get whatever we gonna get. You know what I'm saying? So I was, can, like, like, what do I need to do here? I don't know if I have a role here. I feel like my happiest interviews have been with both of y'all. Like, and I feel like my first interviews have been with y'all. And I feel like my most comfortable interviews have been with y'all. And I feel like you asked me questions that other people wouldn't ask me. And you definitely, you definitely be talking to me like other people don't talk to me. So I feel like I don't want to do a lot of talking in this era of my life. And I feel like, this, this was, was the, the only, only conversation, conversation I wanted, wanted to have, have for real. Honored, and me too. thank you. And, and to be on that caliber of interviewer, like, for me, journalist, to be that comfortable, be lit. That's nice. Music. I had a really emotional listen yeah. on this album, Megan, because the last time we talked, you dropped good news. Mm -hmm. And what was crazy to me about that is that in the months leading up to that, you were already going through so much personally, but you made this like really concerted effort to make that such a positive, yeah. uh, upbeat album. And I was blown away by that. But on Traumazine, feels like we're really getting into it now. We're like hearing about all the things that you've been dealing with. This is how I like Usually feel out should I listen to the album, like, like how they're talking about it. It's kind of like a trailer for me. And I'll so. write a song like Body. Mm. Or so I we're gonna listen to pissed off and I'll write a song like Freak Nasty. <laughs> like, I don't freak, write songs freak, about how I feel. Nasty. I write songs about how I want to feel. <laughs> so um, I feel like on this album, that's it's nice. probably the first time I figured out how to it. talk about what I want to say. Like I express myself a little bit more. I feel like I was always taught don't go up to that school and put my people up, put them people in my business. And I feel like it's been so easy for People, people to, to tell, tell my, my story, story for me, me like, like speak on my behalf, because I'm like a nonchalant person, I feel like, and people be talking about me, and I'd be like, okay. Mm -hmm. So oh, being sure. being the like, spokesperson for your narrative, so I feel like tell I her story. Is it take control of my narrative, take control right. of my own story, tell it my way, tell it. But I have listened to the album, so I have no idea. And that's a track to me, like, anxiety. Right. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, because the beat, it's one of the most upbeat songs on the yeah. album. But then it's also one of the saddest songs. And it's like you said, when I see Damn. you, you're always smiling, you're having fun. You're one of the busiest people I've ever seen. But then to hear that behind all these smiles, you're hiding tears. What was mm -hmm. it like recording a song like that? I feel like maybe writing the song was the most hard. I feel like I was definitely just having a crazy day. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just writing about it. But I was more so like writing like a journal. Like in my head, I was going to write it like in a diary. 
but then, then I was, I was like, like, you know what? what? Let, Let me just try, try something, something different. different. Let, Let me put, put it in a song. song. And, and I feel I'm like anxiety is not even a song that I feel like. I still got anxiety. That's why I keep it on me. Sorry, Coilerae just be in my head sometimes. I hear anxiety, and that's what the song comes to my head. She dropped a new song. I got to listen to it. Shout out Koi, because I love her now. How often do you get space to write in your journal? To just be mm. meditate Megan and writing in journals. Megan How often do you do I it? I still don't have a journal. How often do you um, stay with? Self I was planning for a that day. <laughs> the song got it. <laughs> the song was supposed yeah, to be okay. a journal entry, <laughs> but mm. I was like, okay. I feel like this is finally. An she shared it. She shared it with us. A lot of songs music. are very this is finally personal. An opportunity for me to put it in a song. Singing them again is annoying. So that's what I did, and I feel like. Is. Some of the songs on Traumazine are definitely me like venting. Like I feel like the album more for me than it is for everybody else is mm. there fear in that too that the audience may not respond to you trying new things music yes i feel like for every artist when everybody knows you for a thing that's what they like you for and you got half the people that's your core people and they want to hear those things from you like girl that's how i talk and i feel like a lot of people get it confused like you got the same flow I don't have the same flow. I have the same accent. I got the same voice. Like, I don't talk high pitch. I have a... That, okay, this is like an argument that I always say, like, she sounds the same on every song, or like, she's like, like, the baby sounds the same on every song. Is it the accent? Or is it the, is it the rhythm? Is it the way y'all write it? Mm, I don't know. Voice, this is me. To be determined. And I don't want to change it. And it's all unapologetic, right? On a track like... Not nice, mm -hmm. which is um, one of my favorites. I feel like um, the whole thing is like you said, you made this album for you. There's mm -hmm. a lot of venting and people just have to deal with it. I think that as a woman, you know, it's you're you're a great person. You're a kind person and a sweet person. I don't think that's what the song is about. But it's just like as a woman, sometimes you feel like you just have to be nicer than your male counterparts would be. I don't think you've ever felt the pressure to be nice. Ebro sitting right. Ebro sitting there. Man, you gotta play the nice guy or else they black call people and black in people, general yeah, yeah, right yeah but sure. what we saying is just black women mm -hmm. like a black man could be loud and it's like oh what's up you know what i'm saying but a black woman be loud and it's immediately like oh right why is she yes you know, like you know what right. i'm saying i'm not like a you can't you can't express like, yourself petite, to your full like, and i'm your full ability shy, sometimes like, because you're perceived in a certain way, and that's in a lot of cases that you cannot like in like day to day life. Like that's something that I'm really loud something to and think I'm about. Spoken and I come in the room and I feel like I'm just like just, she is that bitch for sure for sure. Like, like I'd like to be her when I go up. Jiggling through this <laughs> Megan like, is like that and more. Sometimes it can be a little intimidating to people. So Everywhere like she people goes, expect me to make on the myself stage smaller, in a concert. Or, you know, be on, nice, on, be nice in front of the camera. Be, you know, talk a certain type of way, act a certain type of way to be a little bit more accepted. And I feel like on this song, I was just saying like, you know what, y'all telling me this and y'all telling me that, well, how about this? How about I not be nice no more? Well, and y'all got pressure, not only from general society, but other women too. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where y'all put pressure on each other to represent in certain ways that men don't put that pressure on each other necessarily. That I, I feel like it was probably like a trickle effect. Like it was definitely a dude. That's you got true. the Most, pick me's that yeah. want to be what the man want. So then you got them. <laughs> hating on the other women, telling right. them what y'all should be and what y'all shouldn't do, when really we should just all be minding our business. Let's talk about the chaos of being in the music business and being a star. In my career, like it's probably been uh, times I can count on my hand and I've said no, because I'm always trying to make sure like 
I was always trying to make sure I was making everybody else happy. Like I wanted to be just the poster child for all this. Like I just wanted to be good. Like, and I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to run nobody the wrong way. I wanted to be nice. I just wanted to be nice. But I feel like I've started learning that everybody, you know, doesn't extend that same courtesy. Flip Flop is another track like that. It's, yeah. like, it's, like it's like hard, hard to, to listen to, to almost, but it's, it's like surprising, surprising again because you have been so tough and you have been so strong dealing with everything you've been through and just continuing to power through it. Sometimes I'll be like, is it me? Like, what did I do to make you think I was a brick wall? Ooh. You know, during the whole situation, she is very fragile. Like, no one no one takes, damn. You know how to think about her like that at all? But just, that's not... Okay, so I mean, what I'm trying to say is this. No one gave her, like, compassion and a warm blanket type shit when we found out everything that happened with her and Tori and everything like that. And, like, that's so a good question. Like, does she, it, is it her appearance that like makes her seem like she could handle that situation? Like, she doesn't need women, us, like, us to help protect to her or us to be at her family, aid or, like, the be there for her for comfort. Just have gone, going through that trauma and not take, like, no one ever, like... I feel like believing her or like terrible remarks. I just be her taking it day by day, and I'll be like, Lord, <laughs> thank you. But, and still to this day, I'm still confused about what's going on because nothing, <gasps> nothing legal has happened or transpired yet. For another hour, I ain't going. <laughs> and then I'll be like, No, nah, you make it stay. You, you got to take care of you. Because who else gonna take care of you at this point? At this point in my life, I really felt like I, I really realized that my mama was really driving a car for a long time. Like, mm. I didn't even have to think about too many things when my mama was with me. I feel like it's just recently that it's clicking to me. Like, who can I ask anything to? Like, first of all, because I still don't want to put people in my business. Like, when I'm going through something personal, I'm like, I just got to pray because I don't even know who I can ask. Like, who can I ask about this situation? Like, and who do I trust? You'll wake up morning. Mm. It'll hit you. You'll be like, yo, I don't have parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really, it's really me. Like, she, she like, left instructions, though, like, in, in within five, five minutes. minutes. So, so she was just like, like just because, because I'm sick, that don't mean not supposed to be going through your work. work. You got to show, show tomorrow. tomorrow. Like, I had, I had a show, show in California, like, like, for the first time, time. it was at Diesel, it was something big. Like, this was like, this was going to be one of the first biggest performances that I ever had. And she was just like, just because I'm sick, UMT scares, y'all don't stop, y'all need to go to LA and still do your show. And I was like, yeah, yeah, all right, I'm going to be back up here in a little bit. Like, And then it was just over so quick. And I was just like, oh my God, what, what do I do? Like, she said, don't stop. So then I just took that literally and I just... We here today. You know, it's crazy mm -hmm. all the things you've achieved in, in the past couple years, all the awards and performing at the Oscars. It's like a milestone after milestone. Hella milestones, hella cosigns, hella everything. That's crazy. On top of dealing with a lot of work, the amount that you've been working yourself to still feel like you're not mm -hmm. working enough. When I would do something good, my mama could say, Good job. Mm. That was good. And you know, we did that. I feel like by now I would have been able to like get my together when I talk about my mama, but every time I talk about my mama, I cannot hold it together. But again, I don't know why that's something that you you think you should you should be able to do. It's your mom. But I know my mama, and she'll be like, "Girl, <laughs> get your <laughs> tweaking." And she was just so cool, and I just trusted her so much, and her pen just meant so much to me. And I just feel like when she would say I did a good job, it would feel like okay, I did it.
<laughs> like, I did a good job. But now when I do, it's like. For who am I doing it for? Okay. Like, like who's who's gonna val who's validating me? Oh, that maybe. good of a job. We're not your mom, and it's not gonna mean the same. But I think you're doing a great job. You're doing an excellent job, Megan. I'm trying. You know, it is healthy that you cry. Mm -hmm. That's healthy. And it, I always tell people it's like being in the gym. Right. It hurt, but you gotta do it. Like mom would say, "Girl, get your." Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so then it's just all about how you process that moment. All of our purpose here is to try to like figure out a path that is brighter, more fun, more blessed than the people who came before us that gave us the, the layup. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if people know your mom used to rhyme. Yeah. And now fast forward and we sitting here and you got three Grammys and Beyonce done came on stage and gave you all types of shit. Definitely It's wins on the board. Like yeah. so many wins that you are, you took the handoff from moms and went in. That is probably one of the moments where I was like, okay, no, I do feel good about this because I knew for a fact my mama was going to be happy about that. Because my mama was such a Beyonce fan, like, she'd be like, okay, because we're going to be Beyonce. And don't you want that after the food? Like, she had it all planned out. Even as a, think about it as a rapper from Houston, known for amazing rappers, mm -hmm. when they talk about rap in Houston, they, they got to talk about making Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that for me. And then you come and you put, who are uh, you? How many? Let me see. Yeah, Sauce Walker. Lil Pokey. Lil, Lil Kiki, Pokey. Like, this was some, like, real. I don't know too many though, like, Houston rappers. He's, he's probably the biggest one. Travis Scott. The South, I feel That's another like. one. This is music that I like. Like, I know it probably seemed like I'll be Aww. just bouncing Kirk off Bangs. the all day. <laughs> Listen to turned up music all the time. Not on this album. No, no. Yeah, that's all I got. I mean, some of this, it. some of it. Yeah. This in there. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be in there naturally. But, like, I feel like this will probably be music that you will actually listen to on my phone. I love how you jumped out on a, on a dance beat on her, mm -hmm. which is fire. Talk about that decision, especially right now. You know how to Beyonce dance album. We don't had a Drake dance album. Mm, yes, I her. I didn't like that shit. Like, I didn't like that. I, I was like, everybody's like, doing this. It's like, like a trending like, thing. It's like a TikTok thing. Out. And I was like, man, what is this? But I wrote this. I didn't like that one. Overseas, but it was a so cool I'm like, dance. Okay, my whole vibe beat is different. Like, my whole dance. train of thought is different. The way I'm turning up is different. So that's how that came out. The track with Janae. It's actually a freestyle. Like I was in the studio. With Janae, you go. I feel like when I sing, like I always just play around a little bit. Um, I was definitely a little lit. <laughs> and I was just talking sh and <laughs> I was like, Janae will sound so fire on this. And everybody's like, yeah, she would. Yeah, you got good consistency. I gotta check that out. I gotta check out the album. Just to see. There's a lot of features on that album. She's the best, right? She's so good. And I feel like Rico nasty goes fucking crazy. Like her own genre. I feel like I put the songs in order. Originally, they were going to be put in order super chaotic. Like, it was going to be <laughs> sad, turned up, sad, turned up, turned up, sad. Like, it was like sad, I was like, I want to just jack up, everybody down, all up, around. Down, like, up, but then I was like, okay, you know what? Listening to it like this, I feel like, okay, let's take it in stories. Like, okay, let's go ahead and knock out this aggression. 
and tell y'all how I really feel, and then let's party. Like, <laughs> like we got through it. And I know you're gonna keep on telling your story, right? Yeah. Even outside of music. I know you're working on a docu-series, a Netflix yes, and series. And that is so yeah. challenging. Wait, you doing comedy? I mean, so we have a, like she, a dramedy a little okay, bit, right. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, she can do a little bit of acting. I think that she's not, in the She-Hulk thing, even though it was a very small part, she did her thing, like just, just she also be doing her own music videos too, but like the acting was pretty, pretty chill. I assume she could be on some comedy shit. She could be on some. And like I'm that. shooting a doc, which is insane because this is like really having people in my business. There's also P Valley though. Yes. Yes. Tina Snow shows up. Yes. We don't yes. get to see Tina Snow. We ain't never seen Tina Snow on a TV show. Um, she shows up in P Valley. I, I have never I watched like the show. Like 23, 24. I read. For but I want to see it now just because of that scene. And you know, my girl, she's seen good. it in me. Like, she was like, and no, she's that showing girl, up at her like alter her. ego. She gonna be something. She, I feel like she's just seen it early. But for her to come back and be like, okay, Meg, what we gonna do? Bring Tina Snow to the pink. And right. I was like, come. I feel like the success do not change you. I feel like it changed the people around you. And sometimes I feel like that can change the way you act. It, it can change the way you have to act. I feel like to me, traumazine is what you go through when you experience trauma and it's you facing yourself. To check out more of our conversation with Megan Thee Stallion, look for the full interview and stream on Apple Music. Dang, I thought that was a full interview in 15 minutes. I mean, I don't know. Um, I wanna show you guys a little bit of the P-Valley situation. It's not a situation. Just the, the trailer for season two, I think it is. Episode nine. Um, just want to show you snow real quick. Okay, we're back. I was gone for like 2.2 seconds because the whole stream left my left me. What? So this is her showing up as Tina Snow. Um, I guess it's like just this. I saw a different scene, but she just looks good. Like, okay, okay, Megan. Um, again, while the counterpart's career is in the toilet, kind of, basically. He has not stepped outside. I have not seen him outside. He done stopped his lives ever since a while ago, obviously, the whole corona stuff. But, like, when are you coming back outside? And when is this going to be, like, settled for real? Until then, Megan will be getting her flowers forever, which is which I'm fine with. I'm okay with. It's just I need all the truth to come out right now, like, soon, because... I don't understand this. This is random. There's a lot of light being shined on her, but honestly, you know what? She, I, I just told her, I just told everybody that she deserves more love and compassion. So you know, here, this is the love and compassion she needs, or whatever. I'll let her have that. You know. Um, Central C spits bars over original beat and debut LA leakers freestyle. I saw this on Twitter. I kind of want to listen to the whole thing. So here we go. 
No way could I trust these hoes I'm taking yeah. their phone if we bring them back I don't want to get done like nah They don't understand I'm giving them UK slang My brother, my fam, my act You say the feds just done asleep We say the boy them running my gap You say on God no cap We say swear on your life don't gas you say shit we say jump out and slide and crash you call it machine you call it a <laughs> anything central c i'm co-signing i'm co-signing it shots get hit out of bacon flats in other words apartments hidden compartments get detached free all the members that got back you say what's up we say walk one got shotguns on my farm we don't eat pork we say it's haram you call her shorty we call her john sexy girl and we call them len so yeah others them slang i guess he's teaching us a slang there was that we got for guns, like wax and skengs. We call them J's, we call them cats. There's not much crystal meth. My hood's got junkies hooked on crack. Flick knives, we call them knacks. Killers, we call them ZK's Rambo knife by the name of Rams. We say cash, peas, rats, G's. We don't really call them bands. In the latest escalates, in the ends, it's Mercedes vans. Watch my back, I'm paranoid. That's what I mean when I say that I'm prank. Clench my fist and I fist bump. Man. Off the top. This is this is fire. Like all, just off the top, naming just slang words and going with it. Shake much hands. <laughs> That's some skill, right? Well, there. it depends. You say the trenches, we say the ends. You say y'all, we say you lot. You say restroom, we say toilet. You have guns, okay. but they might be so man. Regular shit now. At this point. If a man violate, say a man void it. Live yours in a gang, can't join it. We both with crack the same. We fill up the pirates pot and boil it. In London, I'm verified. In NY, I'm valid. Mm. Twelve hours away, I'm MIA. I can pull up on DJ Khaled. It's only an hour away from the ends. That's why I spend time in Paris. If I pull up on Saturday night, I ain't coming to tour. This ain't Jimmy Fallon. Uh, yeah. I just pulled up with a chick, bro. Said that he hit. I'm a bit embarrassed. <laughs> All she's getting is dick and chick for We ain't eating salmon. Why? I'm banished. I got unlimited funds on the Amex. One day I'm in a block in London. Next day I'm chilling in the sun on a hammock. <laughs> Controversy sells. I said, how can I with my bitches? And it flew off the show. Thinking, should I go with a label or stay independent and do it myself? Sat down with a boss and said I ain't signed, but bro, I ain't new to deals. Uh, stood outside of the nightclub, try made a trap land kick like black club. All of my trip from nah. driving, he got he's having time. mad fun right I there. No, I, need me a yard food, so I'm in I like that. Dog, well, he's having mad fun right there. Like you can see when like he's getting into it. My dog then smart like Beethoven. I'm from where the Jack boys active fam don't sleep with your window open. Hoes gone line man up and get a commission. Backshot, give a gal whiplash, hit that impact like a collision. I don't care if I'm giving a low tell Ruby Rose that I'm in the addition. Now nah, Ruby Rose. Okay, nah, but she fired us, so I understand. I understand. I'm happy his name out here still. I don't even know how old this freestyle is. But the beat was fired too. How old is this? Um, let me see. Um, I swear there's a couple of days I've seen on Twitter. I don't know. But I'm just happy to just to know that he's out here in these streets. I need another song, another single about to go flame off of him. Um, last thing I wanted to get into was just the TDE situation. I guess Kendrick's leaving. I had the, the reaction to We Cry Together uh, music video out on my channel. If you guys want to check it out, go check it out on the channel. 
And yeah, we're just gonna check this out real quick from Sean C, and then we'll be right out because I don't know what else to talk about, and that's all I had planned today. So if you guys want to talk about anything else, go right ahead, hit me in the stream, like the 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 chat section. And if not, we finna be out. I don't say this as an instigator, okay? I say it as a concerned consumer of the music, genuinely. But I'm just saying, if I was TDE, there's no way I would allow Dreamville to get away with what they're getting away with right now. That's just me. I made a video similar to this subject a long time ago, like maybe four, maybe even five years ago, where I talked about like the top three, um, their influence, uh, what they've done for music. And I think at some point in that video, I got into the conversation about who's leading the charge when it comes to music labels. And at the time, you know, it was very clearly TDE was leading the charge ahead of everyone. You know, they had Schoolboy Q, um, Absol had just come off the back of Do What Thou Wilt at the time of me making that video. I'm pretty Do What Thou Wilt, Absol, yeah. Crazy like title for an album. Don't think I heard the whole the whole album, but I did check out some of the songs. And he raps really crazy. Like, you, know, you know how Absol get down. Black Panther soundtrack release. I haven't heard him in a while. record during this time. Kod had released in 2018. Yeah. And I was actually fiddling I like haven't heard him in a while. Soundtrack that was a good was album. comparable to J. Cole's KOD record. Not to mention how bad uh, Scorpion was from Drake. But I realized Drake is the label. You know what I'm saying? He's not really uh, a person that you have to worry about in terms of artistic endeavors beyond him. Meaning that if Dreamville and TDE are going back to back, OVO is basically more in sight because the entire OVO relevancy relies off the back of Drake and not the other artists that are signed. So I stopped including Drake in that conversation a very long time ago because he doesn't have the artist catalog to compete with TDE or Dreamville. But as the years have progressed, it seems as if TDE is losing some of that relevancy. And not everyone has the same star power as Kendrick Lamar, for instance. Kendrick can take a five, six year break if he wants to come back. And he still gets the world talking. To the same extent, no, but he still had some eyes and a lot of attention. And regardless of how I felt about Mr. Morale, it's still one of the biggest albums to drop this year. I have not checked it out yet. Have you guys checked out his album? You probably did, the Kendrick album. TDE album, meaning Mr. Morale and the Big right. Steppers. Last album plays on with that with that record label. I can leave. Go to PG Lang, see what he's gonna do with that. Biggest uh stars bigger and stars i don't feel this is up next are making this is up next replacements as they ever saw out here doing all the thing. people that are on the label aren't talented but you got reason you know what i'm saying you got you got rave on which i feel like are lesser kendrick lamars to a to a strong degree i mean these people not to say that they aren't making somewhat enjoyable music but they're not even competing with the stuff that kendrick used to drop back in section eight section 80 and before that meanwhile i hear what dreamville is putting out and it sounds fantastic earth game came out with an incredible record this year jid came out with an incredible record this year i just listened to the ari linux album on stream yesterday i need to check out the ari linux album but they've been going back to back with like a lot Jid just came out with it. Like, you know what I mean? He did a lot of artists are doing the thing on Dreamville right now. So I, I understand what he's like saying. There are enough healthy, interchangeable people that are coming in versus, you know, those that are leaving. And granted, there's only been one that's left, but that's a big chunk of everything that makes, you know, that label successful. Meanwhile, I'm hearing SZA isn't being allowed to drop records right. when she feels she like can't, it. Pooh she can't do certain things. We, we're waiting for music. Soccer dad 
was I don't know how long ago, what like six months ago. Basically, no follow up. Absol released a from new single not too long more music ago. That from was SZA, complete garbage. Takari, who I love, right. doing a lot his of best features, right? impression yeah. on his most recent single get. with Isaiah Rashad. I mean, it's been so long her since SZA has dropped music. anything. She's literally going back to control and dropping unreleased B-side snippets. It was still good though. Have I replayed them since I last reacted to them? No, but they were really good. Like B versions of the album, like a little add-on, little sprinkle on top. seems to be taking forever. No news of when we're gonna get a new J-Rock single. Still don't know when the Sir album. I feel bad for SZA and her career right now because it's been in a chokehold for for since 2016. It feels like, and maybe even before then. But it's just like her career could have been quite faster but i think they've just been slow cooking her slow cooking her career just because they see all the potential it has so it makes sense business-wise to not put everything out all at once but as fans of course you want more so. at making that video five years ago was because my thought process going into the video was more so thinking that Kendrick Lamar had gathered people to be a part of a label when in reality everyone who he was working with on TDE was around the same level he was at his signing. He just happened to blow up the most. Versus J. Cole who very easily could take a back seat to Dreamville right now given what they're putting out and let them thrive on their own. Granted we wouldn't know who these people were without J. Cole's influence but if he left sure. the group sure. right now and didn't drop any more music. Earth Gang. Radio, I mean, they're, they're fire though. It would still be able to work. It would still be able to do something. Even though mm. J. Cole is the creator of Dreamville, I don't feel like he's the face of it. Like OVO for Drake, and unfortunately Top Dog for Kendrick Lamar. Whether they say anything about the label or not, I feel like they, their faces just represent it. So when yeah, makes sense, face, it makes sense. I don't see the new yeah. face. Yeah, who is the new face of TDE? Once once Kendrick's gone, who's and granted that doesn't always have free. to be the case. I think yeah, Yo Gotti is doing an amazing job with CMG Top signing Glorilla, ESTG, 42 Doug, Moneybag, Yo. The difference between TDE and the other labels that I'm mentioning is everyone else on the other labels are doing something like at the same time. I mean, it's hard mm -hmm. to compare any label to Griselda, for instance, but they're always putting out work at the same time. They, they move as a unit. And one could argue that a uh, majority of the artists on TDE were picked well, which they were. I mean, everybody on TDE, I think, has had that hit, has had that moment, whether it be J-Rock, whether it be Schoolboy Q with man of the year and i think he's had the most virality he and SZA and isaiah rashad yeah outside of kendrick lamar i think if you ask most people they will be more isaiah rashad is somebody that i reckon i said i was like yeah he, he could probably get up he's been i saw him in somebody's music video and again, so he's not just doing his own talent music and the potential that i see in some of the people that are being signed to tde i don't see it i just don't see it Ray Vaughan, clearly him. a talented rapper I don't see him as anything more than a Kendrick copy in the beginning of his stages. Reason, who gave me an incredible record when he first came out, incredible first drop, in my opinion, has only regressed as the months and years have gone on. Who's going to be that person to take the baton? Who's going to be the new face? I don't think there will be one, personally. But I hope I'm proven wrong. I, I do. I hope I'm proven wrong. But I don't know if there is a good enough job of, of scouting that's being done. To see mm, it's okay. got that new style that a label needs to attach itself to. I don't see TDE having that, you know, scouting skill. Almost every single time there is a little bit of a noise or, or, or some, some, some life that's breathed into one of the artists on TDE, 
the momentum is immediately slowed down because there's no further additions to the rollout. There's almost nothing. And that yeah. may partially be due to the fact that none of the artists have a date for release. I don't know. And I almost didn't have this opinion or this take. Uh, kind of assuming that TDE would still be able to thrive and survive if SZA was the main face of it instead of Kendrick Lamar. If they weren't holding her back so much, maybe she could be, but... ...capable of going pop because her voice is so palatable in so many different But the way they just look at her... Her Does music and not letting music SZA come out. TDE to that strong of a degree? Does anyone in her fan base really rock with anything in TDE outside of SZA? I don't know. But I was just randomly thinking about that a couple days ago. I mentioned it on stream and I thought I'd make a video about it just to see where anyone else's head was at. Yeah. Let me know how you feel about it in the comment section down below. Is TDE dead? Are they dying? Or are, is there still potential for a resurgence in the future? I know CDE better not die with SZA on the boat. SZA, not, you got to get out of that situation before it dies for real. Because I've been waiting for music. And while I premiered 270, well, I got to watch this Future Things concept technologies, the emerging world with 19 Keys and Indra Sandu. I was going to watch it on here, but actually, I think I'm going to leave and go check it out myself. If it even loads. Oh, here it is. High level conversations. But yeah, um, I will see you guys in the next podcast, the next uh, live stream, the next Worldviews live stream with Kamikaze or with just myself. We shall see in the next one. But I love you guys so much. Hit the community page and the comment section and hit that subscribe button and notification bell to be notified of any new podcasts, any more content coming from this channel. Check out the podcast on Anchor. Um, dot fm the links to everything will be in the description box check out the discord we're doing a lot of different things but just stay in tune and stay up to date with the community and i'm really enjoying the process of all this so yeah i love you guys so much blast off and i hope you enjoyed the live see you next time